Believers podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Elizabeth. And I'm Karen. And this is our very first episode of the Political Flavors podcast. Um, it's posted on our website, Political Flavors. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Um, we're both new to podcasting, so uh, we're trying out literally everything about the medium. Our website is politicalflavors.com slash podcast, and you can find out more information about the show right there. So what's on your mind today, Karen? So I have been on Facebook, and I've been seeing this meme going around about Kim Davis, who is a county clerk who is not, or refusing to issue, same-sex marriage licenses. And so there's all these posts going around about people who whose jobs were not in line with their belief system or not in line with things they like to do, but they did their job anyway. And so one of the ones that I think has been really fun um, and happy and kind of celebratory was uh, this picture of Freddie Mercury that says, uh, didn't actually like Fat Bottom Girls, mm. did his job anyway. <laughs> that was yeah, and it's great, but I read this article on Quirica.com by uh, a person whose name I'm going to struggle to pronounce, so I'm sorry, Trav. The uh, author is named Trav Mamoni, or Mamone, mm-hmm. I'm not quite certain. The article is about how Freddie Mercury was bisexual, not gay. And so he he, oh, he may indeed have liked Fat Bottom Girls when he wrote that song. <laughs> so the cites an obituary that he was a self-confessed bisexual, but in many ways he didn't uh, discuss his sexuality publicly. Mm-hmm. And so he had been in relationships, uh, long-term relationships with women. And I think this was in a time where... Uh, bisexuality was certainly not considered especially for men very much as it is today and so i think when people like to think of freddie mercury they they can split him into well he was gay because he secretly had sex with men and that was his true sexuality Mm. which is commonly the case uh i think when someone's bisexual when they've had public heteronormative relationships and private homosexual-looking relationships. So uh, Trapp goes on to write that monosexism is a a heterosexual construction, putting it in this uh, really useful context. Uh, And it's, uh, I think, really useful in Bisexual Awareness Week to mention that uh, Freddie Mercury was indeed bisexual. Oh, yeah, that's right. It is the... Bisexual Awareness Day when mm-hmm. you're recording this. 2015. <laughs> yes. yes, happy Bisexual Awareness Day, everyone. <laughs> and so, uh, how about you? Have you read anything interesting lately? Yeah, I did. I got an email, actually, on this because I think it's one of their first long read kind of features mm-hmm. um, on RH Reality Check. Uh, reproductive and sexual health and justice website. You should check it out. Mm-hmm. And um, they did a long investigative piece uh, by Zoe Greenberg and Bree Shea called Brewing Hatred, Coors Beer Company Markets to Women, Latinos, LGBTQ Communities as the Coors Family Attacks Their Rights. 
And I know that there was a controversy in the 70s about Coors being anti-gay, but that seems to have um, kind of faded into the background. People say that they're better now and that things have changed and they really tried to uh, change their image. I believe that uh, one of Dick Cheney's daughters works for them, the, the one who's an out lesbian, and she's like really excited and, you know, selling cores to everybody. But the thing is, is that they donate a lot of money to a lot of conservative political organizations while at the same time marketing their products to appeal to women, Latinos, and uh, LGBTQ people. Um, they donate to the Heritage Foundation, ALEC, the Independent Women's Forum, Crisis Pregnancy Centers of Colorado, and a lot of anti-choice, anti-gay, and anti-immigration organizations. So think about that the next time you uh, are looking at a Coors Light in a bar. Not that any of the other big companies are that much better, but um, definitely check out the piece at RH Reality Check. And I'll have a link to this and to the article on Quirica about Freddie Mercury in the show notes at politicalflavors.com slash podcast. So today our main topic is going to be another internet meme that's going around, not the Freddie Mercury one. Although that one was good. I liked it. Yeah. But the uh, the meme about uh, why I have trust issues. Oh, yeah. So this is why Karen, I have you want to tell us about this issues. meme? So this has been going around for yeah. a while, and I hadn't considered it to be too noteworthy because it's kind of like, it seems odd to me to make a fuss over makeup. But uh, a picture had come up in my, my news feed uh, of a before and after picture, a makeup uh, before and after picture that said, this is why I have trust issues. And the woman looked exactly the same, except her <laughs> lips were a different color and her eyelids were shady. And now when I think about like women who dramatically change their appearance, you know, I think about these like really artful contouring videos or women who kind of paint their faces to look like an animal. I saw a really great one of somebody painting her face to, to look exactly like her dog. <laughs> and it was an amazing transformation. Her face looked completely different. And if that woman came up to me and pretended to be a dog, I still would not have trust issues. But I have to tell you, <laughs> uh, this image of this woman looked exactly the same. She had her hair down in the first image, and she had put it in a bun in the second image. Yeah. Uh, and literally, it was just red lips and gray eyeshadow. It wasn't even flashy mm -hmm. makeup. Yeah. It just looked like before getting ready and after getting ready, there was no difference. And I don't even understand how this is a matter of trust. <laughs> it's, it's just makeup. People have worn makeup for centuries. I mean, yeah. was this going on with powdered wigs or Native Americans or Cleopatra. I mean, people have always worn makeup. It's not really a new invention that third wave feminists invented to trick men. <laughs> For their resources. What, I, what this reminded me of is uh, the vlogger Jenna Marbles. She has a, a famous video called uh, How to Trick People to, into Thinking You're Good Looking. Right. And she shows like how she puts on makeup and her transformation and all that. But the other thing is, she did another one that, that people were pretty upset about. Everybody thought the, the one that she did about makeup, how to trick people to thinking you're good looking, was, was more of a comedy video. She had another one about sports bras that people were very upset about, how um, men didn't understand that sports bras make breasts look smaller. And 
she like kind of did like this is my shirt with a sports bra and this is a shirt with a push-up bra on, and you know it looks different and, right. and people in the comments were were outraged and they were saying that wearing a sports bra is also tricking men so if tricking you minimize your attractiveness yes that's also bad so every woman you see out for a run or at the gym she's also not not trustworthy i guess i'm not sure what what would be what are you trusting her for <laughs> yeah i know what would be a, a trustworthy woman i love that um, though it's like oh i don't trust that i can trust my boner staring at this woman in public you know <laughs> who's not there for my boner i can't trust her to give me an accurate boner you know mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, right. Which I think, yeah, is abs- absurd that we're supposed to kind of, like, take care of these. But also, it just is, you know, I wonder, you know, it's it's interesting me, to me the construct of wearing makeup, which, mm-hmm. if I have time, I'll put on, but otherwise I don't. I have very right. sensitive skin. Uh, mm-hmm. And... And it's expensive. And so... I don't, I think uh, I was raised without wearing a lot of makeup. My mother didn't really wear makeup, but she had a lot of makeup. And I think she wore makeup before she had kids. But uh, mm-hmm. I had to kind of teach myself via YouTube videos, which thank goodness for growing up in the information age. Uh, and so I feel like I have this kind of perspective where it doesn't really change how I look, but it kind of draws attention to areas of my face. Right. Yeah. And that's how I think most people use it. I think the dramatic things you see online aren't that common, but... Yeah, and I think most women are told that they don't look professional without it. And I think my, my image of a professional put-together mm-hmm. woman does include makeup. Like, the socially constructed image. Yeah, at the very least, you know, some lipstick and right. foundation. And, and so I think it's very stuff. interesting because I wonder, you know, a lot of these before and after pictures really just look like before getting ready and then after getting ready to me. And it's so... I wonder, you know, when if these people ever see their coworkers outside of work, does it give them trust issues? You know, uh, like I thought right. you were yuppie, yeah. but outside of work you wear jeans. This is why I have trust issues. <laughs> you see your boss with some stubble or five o'clock shadow yeah, or something forbid. like that, and you're gonna quit your job. It's so, yeah, it's absurd yeah. to me. And I mean, what what else must give them trust issues if they like picked up an avocado that was like firm, but it was a little fibrous? <laughs> Do they have trust issues? <laughs> like, it just seems so uh, minor to me. And what do you think of that rebuttal meme that someone made? Um, like, why guys have trust mm-hmm. issues, and it was a picture of a girl before and after makeup. And then it said white girls have trust issues. And it was like a list of like domestic violence incidents in the media and stuff. It's kind of like a, you know, take that back to the people who spread yeah, the original meme. I, I'm not sure that they're exactly comparable. I think one is kind of a, a, a taking the piss yeah, meme. But I do think right. that it contextualizes this uh, thing that uh, what men how men relate to women moving through their daily lives is like a judgment of whether or not they're attractive and how women move through male spaces Mm -hmm. in their daily life is a judgment of whether or not they're safe. And I do think it does call attention to that. I'm not sure that that this is, and I mean, that, that might just be me. I'm not sure that this is the context to bring in domestic violence issues, but I absolutely do think that they're relevant here. Mm. Yeah. So, what 
can people expect from our podcast coming up in the future? So we've been writing some ideas <laughs> down together. We have found some interesting things in researching, some very entertaining things that I'm hoping we'll get a chance mm-hmm. to go into. But mainly, I think, uh, you know, just chatting about the issues of the day. I'm looking forward to the sex bot episode. Yes, I think the sex bot episode is <laughs> going to be... I think the, the concept of sex bots are fascinating. I think the conversation around them has been so limited and sad. And so I'm really looking forward to having more conversation around them. So I'm going to give a shout out to uh, Jacqueline Friedman and the Yes Means Yes podcast because this is how she closes hers. Uh, you can contact me on Twitter at Miss Cherry Pie, uh, Pie with a P-I, like the number. And Karen, how can uh, your Twitter? <laughs> well, thank you. I'm so happy you asked. <laughs> My Twitter is uh, Karen, U-H, Karen. K-A-R-E-N. And I mostly am just retweeting uh, science and nature articles uh, with my, like, little commentary. Yeah. So uh, let us know what you think of the show. Leave some uh, comments on the blog or reach out to us on Twitter. And uh, we'll see you next time. Sounds great. Bye. Bye. theme song is Making It Hard by Bridget Ellsworth. You can listen to her music at soundcloud.com slash Bridget Ellsworth. And you can listen to her other songs there as well. And if you like what you hear, you can give her a like or even a follow.